0: Everyone, a quick reminder: the Angel Heart Radio program should not be used to replace your legal, medical, or professional advice, nor your own sound judgment. There's lots for you on AngelLight77.com. There's guidance. There are freebies. There are wonderful ways to help you to connect with the angels and with their love for you. Today, we're going to be speaking about how old childhood trauma can limit one's life.
1: Marnie, when we're talking about limiting one's life, what do you mean by that? What I mean was uh, that the trauma trigger stays with you. So when the same situation comes up again, you respond as if you're a child. So you don't respond as someone who's lived some life and got some life skills. And that can affect your health and wellness, it can affect your state of mind, it can affect your confidence. It can affect many aspects of your life. And you wonder why, you know, why didn't I cope better? And you, you haven't realised, you haven't addressed one of those trauma triggers.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I can personally attest to that. Uh, the last five or six years have been really challenging in so many ways. And there have been times where it's taken me a while to realise that I'm actually responding as a five-year-old. And it wasn't mm. until I got their money and I figured that out that the panic and the absolute sheer fear that I was in after my parents died, I realized I was responding as a five-year-old without any parents, and so I didn't feel safe in the world.
1: Something mm. that triggers yeah. you to feel like you're an orphan is very strong. But yes, I think that that
2: it's really interesting how we can just without unconsciously slip back into that that childlike oh, loneliness um, and, and not knowing how to act when in reality we've done a lot of living in our lives and so we don't need to step back into that, but it's an unconscious thing that happens to us and it's really yeah. interesting knowing how to deal with that.
1: One of the biggest um, triggers that takes you back to childhood is the trigger of smell. A oh. smell will take you instantly back to an event.
0: No, Whether that a, be
1: happy happy event or, or a not so happy event. Yeah, that's so true. How
0: many times have, you know, you heard the someone talking about smelling grandma's cookies or, you know, their a or perfume or a, uh, yes, a cigar, cigarette smoke, whatever in the days when people smoked. It's so powerful
1: and so immediate, isn't it? Instant. Yeah. It's instant. Yeah. Yeah, and if it's been a, um, a a severe trauma as opposed to a nice memory, it takes you into that flight fight mode, so you're instantly in danger alert, and and when you're in that state of danger, you can't respond differently to an existing response. So you haven't you haven't got the capacity. You, you go into what's a, uh, it's called a primitive reflex, and that primitive reflex is set back in the days of the dinosaurs. So you are either the eater, so you're getting ready to eat someone or you're either eaten, um, eaten, getting ready to fight. So you're either fighting or flying. Mm. And in that space, you do not have creative thought. You just go for, go for gold. You know, you're running like mad. And you also don't have capacity for, for longevity in that response as well, because you, you, your breathing changes. It gets more shallow and quicker, so it doesn't last as long. So if you're in that state, you're in that state of fright, you know that state that people say, I froze on the spot. Yeah. and I just couldn't move, even though I knew I should have. And that's that's that adrenal oh my god state. You you don't want to be living in that state all the time. No, so that
2: adrenal the... reflex. Sorry, Anaya, that adrenal fle- reflex is extremely strong, and mm. it's extremely debilitating as well. And and that that's that's what didn't stops us in our tracks, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. So, Mani, how thinking oh, and welcome everyone. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, just before we go any further, I'd like to remind you all that Angel Heart Radio, um, all of us here, we don't dispense any legal medical um, advice of any kind. Um, and we don't want to replace your own sound judgment because you have a good judgment within yourself, even though you may not know that. So, we're here to support you so you can connect with that more fully and really feel comfortable about the choices that you're making. So Marnie, when we're talking about this old childhood trauma, what are some of the signs or signals that someone may not be already recognizing that that is in fact what's happening with them?
1: It's it's when they can't understand why they're not coping as an adult is the big one. Or um, I've done so much work on myself and yet straight away on taking taken back to childhood you know because we do we a lot of us spend our life learning and and discovering and, and gaining knowledge and life experiences and then this this thing can come along and it can be the tiniest little spot and it, it, it's traumatic enough that it takes you back and uh, afterwards you, you go I knew not to do that <laughs> so so you, you're consciously aware that you should have coped better but at the time you haven't. Okay. Right? And, and sometimes your response is inappropriate to the event yeah if that makes true. sense
2: mm. that makes a lot you know, of sense
1: just you know your, your henry your stress bucket is so full and and that little trigger just flicks it over and you have a totally you know inappropriate response and you know afterwards oh my god why did i do that you know but yeah. um the, the biggest thing for me as a kinesiologist is identifying the trigger so if if my if We work with goals. So if if our goal is, um, I don't know, my emotions are well balanced or I cope well under duress or I cope, you know, I'm happy and calm. Happy and calm is is a very easy goal, but it'll dig up a lot of emotions because the body goes, okay, you want that, but I'm looking on the inside and you ain't happy and calm. Yeah. So where are you holding that? When did it start? I can see your book behind
0: you. Can you just reach over and grab a copy? I can. somewhere <laughs> I, let's have a look at the book everyone this is Marnie's book this is my um, book amid chaos yep, yep. it's available I on her website k-i-n-i-q-u-e.com you can connect with Marnie on Facebook as well what, what's popped up for us
1: so what popped up for us is it's all about um, the chapter is chapter six and it's your stress bucket deficit so a stress bucket <laughs> deficit is where stress bucket is so full that it says, right, for you to empty some of that, you need to pay some back of your health. So what in your health bucket can you repay to reduce some of that deficit? Wow. So your health huge. If you imagine your health has got the two scales. It's got your, your, what I call the stress bucket on one side and your life energy on the other side. And they're purely a set of scales. So I call my stress bucket Henry. If you've got a Henry in your life, don't call it Henry. Call it comes in as something else. But Henry's my stress bucket and Deliza's my life energy. So if Henry's too full, Deliza hasn't got capacity anymore. When she hasn't got capacity, it means your immune response is low. And if your immune response is low, your health and wellness is, is at risk as well. So something will happen. You will either revert back to what you're like. You know how your children, one of them gets a tummy ache, one gets a headache, and the other one gets asthma. All of those become the weakest link when it's triggered without your choice. So when your immune system is, is really low, you'll often revert back to what is a, a generalised illness or ill health. Ah, Okay. Yeah. This is making so much sense.
0: So much of what you've said today is already making a lot of sense for me. Yeah. Now right. I want to share with everyone that I'm actually um, visiting Marnie as a client. I've only had one um, session with Marnie. So Marnie can do this in person or she can do it online. And I have to say, Marnie, I got so much out of that session with you and I've been facing what could be a life-limiting situation. And in that one session, oh, my God, that one session, the improvement has been beyond anything I could have hoped for. You gave me a technique. Yeah, it's amazing. And you gave me a technique to reset. You gave me other techniques as well, but that one in particular has been amazing for me. Mm. Um, You asked, you worked out with my body what uh, um, oil I needed. I've been using that. That's been amazing. But the thing that really struck me the most about that session with you was how frightened I really have been, but Mm. have learned to get on with it.
1: Yeah. So you've hidden it, but it's, it's just, it mm. hides behind the surface. Yep. So it's, it's lurking. It's like a, it's like a lurker because you're yep. not, if you haven't dealt with it yet, um, it can pop up at any time and say, boom. It. and mm. say, boo- yeah. big
0: boo, and that big yeah. boo can be very frightening. So yeah. you're right about that. It is a lurker and it just can take one little thing. And I know this is all connected to my childhood trauma as well over responsibility has been a major thing because I felt I had to take on the responsibility of my yeah. parents marriage and the family structure as a whole and I've known that for years and I've done so much personal work and yet <laughs> right when yeah. you say how do you know and you say I'm not coping why am I not coping I should know better that has been a major thing for me So I'm sure there'll be lots of people watching as well who will also have these types of responses. And I'm sorry we can't see your comments today. For some reason, I I can't get into the app.
1: But really think about it. Have a look afterwards. Yeah, Yeah, pay attention to that. So, So Marnie. Identification is the key. If you can name how you're feeling, you can do something about it. If you haven't been, if you can't put a name to that emotion, how can you deal with it? How does yeah. your body know that that's what you you're choosing to deal with?
2: Yeah, yeah. and if you can't put a name to it, that means you're you're not acknowledging that it's actually happening and that you actually because you haven't named it. it because you haven't named it. No, mm.
1: so that's it's
2: not, yeah. you're just it, lurking there, waiting to pounce.
1: Mm. Yeah, there's the, the lurking Yeah, the thing to also remember is. You are not defined by that name. You're yeah. living with it. You're not it. Mm. Right? It's very, very good for, for people that are living with an illness of any kind. You are not defined by that illness. You may be living with MS, but when you introduce people, or introduce yourself to people, you don't, don't say, oh, I'm, my name's Marnie, I've got MS. You just say, my name's Marnie, I happen to live with MS. And it's totally different to owning mm. it as a, as a title. Yeah,
2: that's, that, that's a good awesome.
0: point. I like that yeah. one. Mm. Me too. Mm. Yeah. And it's like John Bradshaw said. For anyone who's familiar with John Bradshaw's work, what you can name, you can change.
1: Yes, because mm. it's you've identified it.
0: That's
1: right. Mm. You know what you're you working. You may need with. help. Yeah, you mm. may need help working out why that showed up and and when mm. did it first appear. And that's where the kinesiology comes in brilliantly. We can say to the body, okay, well you're holding it in this particular body system. Um, this seems to appear to be the date it first showed up what does that mean to you and it might mean nothing like I've had clients that go oh no no, that doesn't mean anything at all (laughs) and you rather than self-doubt yourself as the practitioner you go oh well that's when it showed up in this session and this is kind of what it's dealing with just sit with that we'll still address it and give you give the body a solution or an action that it can take and it's amazing how often later on someone will ring you and go, oh my God, I know exactly <laughs> what that's about. <laughs> but at the time, they haven't a clue. Yeah. And when you're that's when you're first choice. doing your work, you yourself do you think, oh my God, I've got it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, it's the for me,
0: it's the over responsibility that the lurker that comes up. I love that. The lurker, it's, it describes it so well. Yeah. Why can't I get this? And so then you start to beat yourself. Well, I've certainly started to beat myself up zillions of times. And yet at the same time, there is an element of faith there for me as well. Working with the angels is also very important. And I know we all work with the angels. Mm. It's knowing that we have a universal team to support us as well. So having a little bit of faith can help us get through those moments of darkness when we're just not sure what in the Sam Hill we're supposed to be doing
1: and what yeah. is the next step for us. Yeah. Something that I was really challenged with as a natural therapist, especially when I was training, because I came from quite a, a conventional box. I didn't come from a metaphysical mindset whatsoever. And um, so I got into kinesiology from the structural side of, of healing that I saw at work. And um, I had to then embrace, so to speak, the the spiritual side of things, which I I must admit, I was challenged by. But one of the other things that that I used to get annoyed about was people that constantly said, you're only here to learn life lessons. And I think, well, lesson, it's a blame mentality. It's not a a, a moving forward mentality. So rather than blaming, I didn't get it right for the first 23 reincarnations, (laughs) what you say is, I may have bought through pearls of wisdom from those experiences that help me cope if it shows up again. So you're not discarding something. You don't have to hang on to the experience, but hang on to the pearls of wisdom. Create a necklace with pearls wow. of wisdom from experiences, either learned or, or, or um, learned through knowledge or life, and they will be there to help you if it shows up again, you are not here yeah. to constantly learn lessons. You are here to have joy and happiness in your life for yourself first and for maybe one other person. Mm. Not about you didn't get it right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you yeah. are
1: exactly where you um, are designed to be.
2: Yeah, totally. That's
1: a personal experience, of course. <laughs>
2: I agree. One one of the things that I like to to sort of think about is that that beautiful saying is I'm not what happened to me, I'm what I chose to become. And to me that is is one of my little things I go to sometimes when I'm having a bit of a difficult time and and it's I'm choosing to become this person. It's not the past. It's not all of those things coming up again the lurker not coming up to attack me or anything like that. It's the yeah. choices that I'm making to move ahead in life. And mm.
1: no one should be defined by their actions. No. They should be defined by who they are and, and what they're doing.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: Absolutely. And remember
1: with the lurker too, the lurker conjures up this image of a, you know, a sinister, dark little person kind of thing. Remember, oh. you can be mindful without being fearful. Like yes. If you're fearful, you go into adrenal response. If you're mindful, you're being cautious.
0: Yeah. That was another one of the pearls of wisdom that I learned from you in my session, Marnie, and I love that, making a necklace out of them. Mm. And I've gone to that many times because the thing with the, the unconscious fear or the, the old wounds, the, the, the childhood traumas that aren't resolved or even recognised is they're there all the time they yeah, yeah. are it's yeah. not like you every now and again they come up they're there all the time sometimes we're coping and sometimes we're not and it's learning how to frame and reframe that event because it's no good saying oh you just have to leave that in the past the past is the past no that does no. not
1: work it's not an action
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's, it's not it's, it's almost like i'm discounting it yeah so it's you a can't discount it. your feelings your body feels a feeling. And if you ignore that feeling, it'll just get stronger. It'll yeah. give you more and more hints. It'll keep knocking on your door like Sheldon out of Big Bang Theory until you answer <laughs> <laughs> You need to answer the door. <laughs> money, money I know.
0: But it's so true because that's exactly yeah. what happens. It does keep knocking at the door. And it eventually it's it,
1: it, it so loud you cannot ignore it because you're not listening you're not hearing it you're not you're right. not understanding that that's what the, the body's trying to tell you mm-hmm. and I'll say to clients open the door welcome say hello Sheldon what are you doing here so if you yeah, know, what that, are you doing that, that consistent little thing call it a name open the door say hello can I help you today and and you know when you had kids and they wanted something and you do that whole let me think about it Ah, uh, no <laughs> I I pretend to think about it, but I'm not really going to. Do that with that emotion. Just say, no, not today. Thank you. I'm fine. And close the door quietly. If you slam the door shut, it's kind of like you've lost control over that action. If you close the door quietly, you've actually done that with volition. You've made the choice to close the door gently.
0: It's not a fear response, it becomes a choice and that is yeah. such a good i love that that's i'm i'm just getting all these moments of you know pow 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 it is opening the door because one of the things i've i've learned and quickly forgotten and then relearned and then forgotten and then relearned of course you and do. yeah well that's okay but that's a dance that. a bit we, of a dance right it's okay everyone you don't have to keep it all up here yeah if you're in the same kind of situation it's okay you're okay we you know we're here to help you we've, we've turned up today for a reason and other people will turn up Books will turn up. Chaos, a karma mid chaos, for example. Um, that's on Marnie's website. Kanique, K-I-N-I-Q-U-E dot I'm going to put that in the in the um, comments. One of the things I I learned over a major major trauma that I experienced as a teenager, was or actually was a group of traumas, was that I'd get close to that door, Marnie. And then I'd go to open it, and the fear would be so intense and so raw and so visceral, I'd pull back. It was when I got the courage to go through the door that I realized I'd done the hard part. Getting there and stepping back was the hard part. Going through was so much
1: easier than I could have ever imagined. Yeah. Remember pulling your teeth out as a child? Remember, you tie a piece of string to the tooth and you tie the other hand to the door, and you go, I'm going to do this. And yes. go to slam the door before it shut. You'd grab it. Oh, <laughs> what a dreadful thing! I <laughs> yes. know How often? I mean, I kept trying to do it. And I, I don't think I ever succeeded in in pulling a tooth out that way ever. <laughs> my mother caught me. I've had a few few of my sister's teeth.
0: I had it. Yeah, I was yeah. tying it so, on the door because I thought we could make some money that way. So if you know, kids don't do it. Don't do it. No, it's no, a money. different world. We, I don't <laughs> think it's,
1: it's. I really don't. It's an old remedy. I don't think they do now. Kids are
0: smarter now. Kids different. It's a different. It's a different world now.
1: It's more so, of an example that you, you go to do something, but it's too hard, so you stop yourself. Yes, all right exactly. So I during um, kinesiology and when I make my sprays and and different remedies. I come up with the most amazing affirmations, which we get from our angels and guides, right? They're wonderful. But when someone's in that trauma response, can they remember them? No, Mm -mm. it's too complicated. At that time, you are not thinking from this part of your head or your brain. This part of your brain is the frontal cortex, right? From that frontal cortex, you come up with creative solutions. You come up with actions. You come up with great ideas, right? When that's not working, there's no blood flow to the front of the brain. So what happens is you're coming from primitive reflex, you're coming from old responses. To get out of that immediate response of flight and fight, I've i just, well, I've come up with a solution. If you say to your body, settle, petal, I am safe. The body goes, oh, thank you. Now I can think about what I need to do. So if yeah. you can come back to a feeling of safety that allows you to address something that's giving you a, a fear response, even if it's in like the people that freeze in, in actual danger and they, they just can't run, if they could suddenly say to their body, it's okay, I'm safe, get out of here. Yeah. They would find they could move. But that's when, they, when they can't, they're stuck. They're stuck like the, you know, the, the deer in the headlights. They just can't Absolutely. make it. Absolutely, because
0: that's me. That's me. I'm not the runner. I'm the, Oh my God, what do I do?
1: Yeah. I so do take anything. yourself, say like, I'll often use triggers in a, in a session. So a trigger is just a movement that you make that is made with intention, but you, you, you add it as an anchor to a solution that you've had for something that's going on. So say the trauma is in your, um in your heart. Okay. So your heart is beating fast and you need it to calm down. If you can touch you know, even a heart meridian or or just do that and say, this is to to help my heart calm down again. And so you're actually saying to your body, when I do this, my heart will listen. My heart will settle down. It will start to regulate a little bit again and go, thank you. And then let it go. If you're in a danger where you find your heart racing again, do that. Your body goes, I know what that means. It'll take you back. And it gives you that, that capacity to pause and regroup that is perfect and you know that was can one be of the anything stuff. a lot of people touch their nose touch the ear it doesn't matter what you do it doesn't matter what it is and it, okay you just said it, it doesn't it matter if brain. it's something that you normally do when you use it with intention like i just said it's mm. a different instruction to the body
0: mm. that makes sense that was one of the things that there were two things another two things i want to share with everyone because we're talking about old childhood trauma mm. but this actually applies to absolutely everything because a lot of what we're experiencing um in my opinion even if we don't realize it is connected to old childhood trauma we, mm. we are little sponges when we're little
1: we are so we're little, little onions yes and then we can and come come got back- peel the layers yep and between each layer there's, the the there's another little fine layer remember and there's that lovely little
0: skin that you get to yes. that's like you know it's there's so many delicate parts to an onion if you actually stop and look at it and if we see ourselves in that same way we begin to understand there's a lot of delicate parts to us as yeah. well a lot of
1: strength and Onions, make you, right, yeah. and onions make
0: you cry that's right and that's the onions make you cry as well yeah. yeah
1: which is your release Drink.
0: So there were two things. Okay, so one of the things I heard you speak about with Annette on one of her programs was when you are feeling um, upset about something, uh, challenged by something, fearful about something, you can actually step back, physically step back from it. Mm. And I've done this since our session. I've stepped back and the sense of relief was so strong. It's a little thing, but it was very, very powerful for me. Um, and I can't remember what the other thing was now. You're doing well. <laughs> It'll come back. It will come back. No, there was something else in the session. Um, yeah. Oh, I am safe.
1: Yeah, I am safe. I it's felt
0: huge. so unsafe. My inner child, my little self, has felt so unsafe since mum and dad made their crossing. And I've done, over the years, I've done so much work with my inner self, learning how to reparent my inner child get in those moments where it's so raw that as you say the thinking part goes out the brain out of the brain it's not about thinking because you can't no it's not having a few few go-tos even if you write them on a piece of paper um, and stick it somewhere to walk to Mm. it and look at it it'll remind you
1: the the thing is it has to be simple or you can't remember it
0: yeah simple Yeah. yeah Not a not a sentence. Could be one or two words. Step back and
1: not like you can't. They they often say that you know go there and go through the ten steps of of of, you know how you feel, what you're doing, all those kind of things. In that moment, you can't do it. but what you can do is when you're not in that moment, and this is what I'll often um. I'm going backwards in time. lot. do you remember the Shirley the movie? It was an Australian movie about a about a a shearer, and he had a little girl she was called the Cherilee and remember she used to walk around with a stick and all her possessions were in the handkerchief at the back which apparently is actually the Cherilee and um, I'll often say to people create your own Cherilee right and your is is a, a visual an imaginary visual or a, a vibrational visual package of your belongings that you need when you're in those moments of sheer terror or, or stress so in that put something put what what is your safe place so where do you feel the safest and imagine what it is and and, um when you come and it doesn't matter where it is it could be your bed it could be the beach it could be i don't know standing in on your dad's lap it doesn't matter where it is because it's unique for everybody so where is your safe place and get that image in your mind and place it into the middle of your sherry which is a lovely little handkerchief on the floor then um, smell so what your what smell means safety to you so come up with a smell that that when you smell it oh, it's so nice you know well that's your smell all right so what can you hear when you're feeling safe can you hear soft music can you feel hear the heart of your mum's heart beating does again it doesn't matter what it is but whatever you think what comes to mind is generally the first thing so put that in your Lee. and then what can you taste and whatever that is, put that into the Cherilee. And that, that's hearing, sight, smell, taste and feel. And how do you feel? And when you've gathered them all together, get your Cherilee and tie, like, take the corners to corners and tie them all in a knot and gather that in your hand. And then you gradually, because remember, this is vibrational. This is metaphysical. Tuck it so that it's nice and nice and tiny, but you've got it there and place it in your heart then use your anchor and your anchor could be you just touch your heart region. So when you need those that safety, when you need I am safe, touch your heart region or whatever anchor you've used and that will take you back to that safety.
2: That's, That's fantastic. It
1: sounds simple, but you can't do it when you're in the moment. You've got to do it when you're more relaxed
0: yeah that makes so much sense doesn't it caroline
2: oh it does you know putting apart each of our five senses you know we can relate to each of those five senses and then placing them somewhere safe in your heart or wherever and then having that just that touch space and and that then just just it's just magic almost isn't it really because it's 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 instant it's calming and instant and all of those things that help you come back to that safe place safe yeah. place isn't it? it really is so simple and sometimes we seem to want to try to make things really difficult because we think it'll work better if it's really hard and difficult but it hmm. doesn't have to be you yeah. know it goes back to that same thing with kiss keep it simple
1: Sunny. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely and when I write my book I wrote my book because there was no simple explanation as to what stress was doing to me on a health and wellness level, mm. and I came up with the ten, what I call my ten um, simple tips for um, to um, to de-stress. And the first example was smiling. Mm. If you can learn to smile again, the smiling releases happy hormones, which fills the <laughs> so it starts yeah. to lift your life energy, right? And I yeah. had a client, and, and she's in my book. And she was in a situation, you know, they were in a nursing home. She had to put her husband in the next level. Her her, um, mantle of life was the wife and the carer. And she was having to let that go because she couldn't do it. And she was a slight woman and he was a big woman and he had a stroke. And she just couldn't physically do it, let alone mentally do it. But she was copying a lot of flack from her family because she was supposed to be looking after him. He was doing the guilt thing that she should have been looking after him and she had no reason to smile whatsoever. She was also that low in energy that people avoided her like the plague because she was just that person. You just wanted to hide when you saw her coming. All right. So I had to teach her to smile because that was one of the things I said, okay, let's, let's raise your life energy. And I gave her homework and I said, she had to smile at three people a day. And I got (laughs) back the following fortnight or something. And she said, oh God, no, I couldn't do it. And I went, because I was fairly young in it then. And I said, oh, what do you mean? <laughs> of course you can smile. She said, oh, no. She said, I just couldn't smile at anyone. I'm going, oh, gee, this is going to be I could you saying that in your head, not out loud. And I went, oh, I've got a great idea. And I took her into the bathroom. And I said, there you go. Smile at yourself. Well, I could have picked her off the floor. She said, no, I can't smile at myself. I don't like myself. You know, I can't do what I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And there was yeah. no way she could have smiled at herself, let alone another person. And I, Oh my God. So I thought a bit more and I said, I know your body knows what smiling means. And I got her to physically do that with her her (laughs) mouth because the muscles of the mouth understand when you smile to release happy hormones. Everything Mm -hmm. in your body is, is a, is a memory response or, or a, a trigger to do something and smiling releases happy hormones. Even when she didn't want to, <laughs> I
2: love that's
1: amazing.
2: Yeah, so I had to train
1: her to do that, and that was her homework. And then I went out shopping, and um, I saw this really ugly-looking piece of watermelon. And you know those dangly, they're, they're dangly um things like you get pieces of fruit and stuff. This was a watermelon. It had the most inane smile on it. It was just ugly but cute. And <laughs> that's what I needed for a lady. And I bought it, and I raced around to a house because I'm a little bit of a Unusual therapist. I don't always follow the correct rules all the time. And I knocked on her door and I said, "Shell, shell, look what I've got you. I've got your present." And I went da da, and she laughed. At <laughs> it. I was like, yeah. ah, look at that! But she at couldn't that. find nothing else to smile at. She smiled at that watermelon, and that's how we started to retrain her in gentle steps yeah. to start picking up her her wellness again.
0: Because it is a retraining. We have mm. learned for so long. You know a certain way of being and doing and acting and behaving um that sometimes but it's remember
1: your, your your life energy your 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 life blood your enthusiasm your, your capacity to cope when that's being constantly eroded it's not just learning to to cope it's the fact you just haven't got the energy yes. to cope anymore exactly your life energy
0: is on the I can honestly, I I feel quite confident saying every single one of us, you, me, Carol and Carol ann and probably a stack of you guys watching or listening on the podcast have all been in exactly that situation. And we know just Mm. how that feels. And there's Mm. no amount of head talk or no amount of well-meaning advice from people that's ever going to change that. Mm.
1: No. Yeah. No. What you need to, you need to find the spark that allows you or gives yourself permission to start picking up again yeah and again your book calm amid chaos (laughs) on marble i'm
0: really yeah it's a very important it's important that you guys understand that this book is really jam-packed with very simple tools for you that will actually give you the opportunity to start to make some shifts to start to make mm. some differences mm. and to and to have a maybe a whole fresh perspective that you've never had before and sometimes that's the beginning right mm. it's that light bulb moment oh my god that's me so mm. it's on your website is it on
1: amazon as well it is i've got it i've got it in all, all fields as well it's um, Perfect. hardcover ebook and audio i did the audio recording as well
0: you're so champion
1: can listen to Perfect. It.
0: That's fantastic. So, and lots of people like me love to listen to audiobooks when they drive, mm. maybe when you're peeling the veggies or something. So, that might be a good yep. option yep. for you as
1: well. Now, that, talking about peeling the veggies, that's another instance where a lot of um, old trauma can come to visit. Oh, yeah. Right. Now, why that happens is when you're peeling the vegetables, you get comfortable, don't you? Think of yourself standing at the sink. You wait, you move around until you're in the spot. Okay. Then you start peeling the veggies and you don't have to think because you know how to peel the vegetables. So your mind will start to wander. Now, if there's some anxiety or challenges happening in your life, you'll tend to wander to that file in your filing cabinet. And you're also using water. Water is a conduit.
0: Mm.
1: So your, your emotions are being transferred energetically through the water. Okay. Yep. How do you stop that? Get uncomfortable. Step sideways. <laughs> Physically move out of that comfortable spot. All right. And I often say to clients, if if that's something that they do quite often, um, put something on your window or in front of you that causes you to pause. Now that something that's quite useful is a um, is a stop sign. Just with the word stop on it, and you'll see it. You go oh, that's right, I've got to stop. And your ability to say I've got to stop is your pause button. Or you could have the word pause. You know, you're stopping the program in the middle of it happening because I need to think better. So you've moved out of the way, you've pressed pause, you'll start to regroup. So what is a a solution for what I'm working on or thinking about or what is a happier thought that I can start to focus on? What's a childhood memory or... Um, is, it, is there a nice event coming up that I'm looking forward to? So you've changed what, you, what you're what you thinking about while you're peeling the veggies.
0: That makes a lot of sense, actually, because as you're speaking, I'm thinking about when I'm peeling the veggies, and you're right, it is that moment in time when that's where my mind starts to tap into. Yeah. yeah, it does. Because as you say, I'm really comfortable that I know how to peel the veggies. I don't really have to
1: think about. Yeah. Except you've got little ones, you're training, then you've got to think. <laughs> <laughs> Worried about them cutting their hand open.
0: <laughs> so it's. I think that's really powerful. I think we're touching on some really positive, um, powerful and very proactive, um, points today. That I hope will be of really great assistance to everyone who um, tunes into this program whether it's now, later, 10 years later, it doesn't matter, whenever that is for you. Marnie, what else can you say to people who may be really finding that they are feeling their life is limited by old ch- childhood trauma, but quite honestly, they, they've got no one to talk to or maybe no one understands. Maybe they no feel them. alone in that as well.
1: Yeah. I think the biggest thing you can say is I hear you. Mm -hmm. Like if someone's trying, people will share how they're feeling with friends, family, and whatever. And they don't always, they're not always looking for a solution. They're they're just wanting to let it out. Mm -hmm. So you don't always have to come up with the answers. In -hmm. fact, most times you can't because it's not up to you to tell people what to do. It's up to you to be a conduit of them being able to do something themselves. Mm -hmm. And um you know, give someone a hug. Mm. Yeah. But you know, suggest if, if they're really in, in that that low go put one tongue back in my mouth. If they are really that low on their energy scale and their emotional scale, they need to help. They need to seek professional help. Mm. So you might know the person, but you might say, Well, go to your family doctor, talk to your, I don't know, best friend. It's not always family. Family sometimes they're too close mm-hmm. sometimes to to be of or they it might be extended family. You know if you're if you're in tune with your angels and guides you you've usually got someone that's crossed over who's your guardian soul helper, yeah. right? And um, talk to them or, or just say you know angels and guides please give me a sign give me some assistance that I can because it has to be practical as well. There's no point discounting how you're feeling. Because you could be really on that very low edge. So you need to seek help of some description. Now angels and guides give us the most amazing signs and symbols that we're not usually we're not always aware of. So we don't always see them. You know, yeah. feathers are the, the easiest one. You'll you'll find a black feather in the middle of a of a shopping center. Mm. Have you seen a black bird in there? Not really, <laughs> but the feathers there or a white, it doesn't matter what colour it is, I'll often, if I'm really pondering on something, this grey feather will just turn up yeah it's it's, okay um coins five cent pieces on the ground most people walk over it and don't even see it but it's a it's a message from one of your guides or angels and it's saying hi there how are you i'm thinking of you today and sometimes it's just that that instant that
0: little moment that split second where you feel a connection to something and then it's so easy to think about it and discount it that's the moment to step back
1: you know, physically, or you'll take see something care. that reminds you of of feeling safe as a child. Yeah, yeah. You know, pets are another really good guide for us. They become our our um our, our guides from beyond as well, because um they're here to protect us, and they'll come back, or they'll send another in their place. Yeah. That's the other oh, thing yeah. you might declare you'll never going you to have another dog or a cat or whatever, and then eventually you do, and you oh my god! But you you have to realize that it's been gifted to you. Through other channels.
0: Absolutely. And I think many of us have experienced that. Um, I know with Sam, it's very much been that way, my Sam. Um, mm. And that level of love is very powerful. Many people mm. do have an animal in their life, and it might not even be your own companion, no. it could be somebody else's. But they're, you know, animals have this incredible capacity to love their spirit is huge. But it's not just about who they're living with, is it? but mm. about all the no. people that come into contact with them. Mm. Caroline has and very much Caroline has that very much with the elementals. Mm. Yes. yes. And the trees, right? The Trees, so the trees are happened. my my big
2: yeah. thing. But can I just yes. step back a minute about the talking to someone? Because when I was at a very low place in my life many years ago I needed to talk to someone and and in the end I would say to people I just want to talk to you and they say mm.
1: oh,
2: we we don't want to talk to you because we know if you start talking you're going to get all upset and I'd say but I need mm. to get this out and I need to say it so yeah. what I would like to say is that if you have someone in a situation like that and you're scared to talk to them because you don't want to upset them think of it another way is that they need to let it out they need to get Mm. rid of it and if they cry they need to cry and so I to me it's so important to to talk to someone and just listen just let them talk let them say Mm. you don't have to comment on it just let them Talk and and that's so important to to help the healing to happen, especially as it was in in my case. So um, personal thing, but yes, I talk to the trees. I talk to anybody, and I I just love the elementals and talking to yeah.
1: And see, they're they're another um guidepost sometimes. Yeah, so your favorite flower or the color of a particular flower that you suddenly see, or if you're a shell collector like me, you know you'll find the shell just when you. are pondering on yeah. something there'll be nothing else around and there's the shell you go oh that's so good and I, I know my work in clinic too the shell essences come up a lot because I work with a lot of elementals and um for me it's the shell essences and the the message of that particular cell I'm very um very keen and very I use the story of what I, whatever I use and it's the story that makes that extra connection to the person because it's not about what connects to me it's gotta right. make sense to the person and, and they've got to feel as though and it, it, it's sort of right for them. Otherwise, yeah. why do it?
2: That's right. And because then, that way worried. you hone in on, on what it is specifically mm. for that person because we're so all so unique and we're
1: all so different. Yeah. But having And that, the same remedy can come up for this, the same remedy can come up with a multitude of different people. Yeah. But for them, for each of them, there's a different word or there's a different aspect of that that they're hearing or needing.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I love that because it's it is the it's the onion again, isn't it? The different aspects. Mm. So what works for one person, it might be completely different for another person. So I think that's another good thing to mention, that sometimes when we see someone who's having success in dealing with their own personal um, stuff, we think that we have to do it what they're doing
2: but that's just not
0: the case it's very personal to us and I think um, now I know this sounds like a like a shameless plug and I guess it is in some ways (laughs) but in other ways it's not in other ways it's not you know working with someone like you Marnie because you're connected you know apart from your intelligence and training and you're very very good at what you do you have a connection and you connect with the elementals the angels the person spirit and for me that was so important because this has been such a long journey for me and a very frightening one at times and it was just that one day I was on my iPad and all of a sudden I just knew oh my god I'm gonna go see Marnie and I went straight on booked the appointment and Carol Ann knows I've spoken about it so many times since
1: it has been the beginning of something really wonderful for yeah. me. So, so maybe for you, it was just that that completion circle that, you know, you imagine health and healing can be a big circle. And you can have gaps in it all over the place. And sometimes yeah. you don't need to fill the gaps in, but other times you do. And um, it just sometimes is the catalyst. And it's not as if like the person on the table is the one that comes up with the solutions. Things that show up in kinesiology are not, unknown things people go oh my god that's so right or that's exactly mm. how i feel so if they have none of those moments you sit there and you go oh my goodness but they might have it later because they ponder on it mm. so healing sometimes metaphysically the physical can heal slower than the metaphysical so you have yeah. this little bit of a gap between the two but i often find that it's the hours or couple of hours after a session people will the gap closes yeah because they, they they think a little bit more about it, and they go, "Oh my god, fancy that coming up! How bizarre, you know?" And and so many bizarre things have happened. I mean, you can't you can't explain some of the stuff that happens in me Because afterwards, you go, "Where did that come from?" <laughs> 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 you know, and, and yeah. A lot of it's trust.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, absolutely. What
1: shows up that it's appropriate for the for the person on the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's it's and and I think that's just. A very important key element that you've just mentioned with the trust because mm-hmm. I mean you, you're having that trust with what's coming up but I'm also having the trust in you oh absolutely so yeah. this is what's made such a beautiful um exchange of energy when I left your clinic that day the most extraordinary thing happened I didn't tell you the most extraordinary thing happened I was <laughs> absolutely famished. That wasn't extraordinary, but I was British, and so I stopped to get something to eat and I went to pick up something that I would normally have, like a salad sandwich or something. And then I realized, hang on a second. So I said, Buddy, what would you like? Blow me down. I could not believe it. I picked up a bee, a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> I've told my kids that and they're going, I can't believe you ate that <laughs> because it's not something I would normally eat, even as a yeah. kid it's not something I would eat so it's it's the trust in myself as well to ask my body what is it mm-hmm. that you need and trust what it tells me whereas normally I would think no I wouldn't eat that oh, I don't want that because that was my first to oh, That's roast beef I'm not gonna eat that and then I thought <laughs> I realized and I felt hang on a second you asked you were told so just trust it and go with it and yeah just the and did you enjoy day? it <laughs> there you go it just goes to show yeah. doesn't it yeah. that it comes out
1: in very to, ways mm. yeah know that when you're looking for someone to get help from the right person will show up yeah now that right person might be a conduit to the next person you know quite often you might see someone but you know the person they need to go and see next
2: mm.
1: so it's that being able to you know get the ego out of it a little bit and go you know this is this is this person actually can address that issue a little bit better than than what I can but yeah. people will say I picked you because of your picture or I liked the colour on your website or you know it's not always a, a logical reason that people will book. Mm. Yeah which you know and there can be one on every corner and there's not enough around so mm. <laughs> there'll be <laughs> someone for someone to talk to and that, that's the thing to know really I think. Big. Yeah. I think that's it's important Carol
0: I'd like to hear you share on this as well i think that's important to remember sometimes it's not the person that and you know what sometimes it's not even a person like you say it might be no. your dog or somebody else's dog or cat or bird it could be a tree it could be a rock because mm-hmm. we're talking about spirit here spirit mm-hmm. exists in every single thing and, and it's that having tangible the essence. essence yeah no. yeah and no. i have you, and it's, it has been a tree for me at times just gone to a tree and i just feel this connection give it a hug and just say oh thank you for being here for me and mm. just feel the beans carolyn but you've done something yeah. similar yeah i do it all the time and and you know when I, I walk back through all the
2: trees i love to feel the energy coming out of each of them because they each have their own individual energy and and it just is a, a really relaxing and soothing but healing energy
1: mm. and i think yeah. do really you feel it, it. Caroline, can you feel the energy physically?
2: Um, physically, I would have to say yes, not a lot, mm. but I can feel it. But mm. I could also hear it. And I, I when I was in hospital last, I had a tree outside my window and that tree was my little saviour because I was in yeah. COVID times. So I had no human visitors, but this tree yeah. just, was just the most amazing thing for me the whole time I was there. Mm. Strong, i, I know with feathers
1: mm. when i pick up a feather it pulsates
0: yeah,
1: yeah. i fe- and i thought everyone felt that and someone said no I <laughs> I went, really
0: oh, okay
1: yeah i had no idea that most people couldn't but it, when uh-huh. i first picked the feather up it, it, it pulsates in my hand yeah, yeah. the I candle originally- used to create a picture for yeah. me when i was meditating with the candle i'd look at it and i'd see all these things in the candle
0: and yet, you know, I'm a very
1: grounded, non woo y kind yes, of person.
0: You all are, the time. <laughs> yes, you are. Now, I recently bought a plant. Actually, say so, hello, everyone. Oh, hello, plant. How are hello, you, plant? So, I recently bought this plant and realized I think it was far too expensive, and I was going to take it back once I realized how much it cost. And then every time I go to take it back, I forget it, you know. And then it was only day before yesterday i realized how hey, a second i've bonded with that plant that plant is here for me mm-hmm. it's not about how much it costs mm-hmm. it goes far beyond that there is a connection a relationship that we formed together and it's been a long time since i've actually felt that i've started bringing plants back into my environment um mm-hmm. and the difference i feel is really amazing mm-hmm i mean not only do they provide you know beautiful fresh oxygen beautiful clean oxygen for us they also remove a lot of toxins from our environment but even it's beyond that i can feel the connection and mm. I, i'm noticing a lot more how it feels to have that connection with the plants in my environment with nature with all the beautiful fairies the elementals you know mm. the the generous spirit of these plants you know bringing forward so much to support me so it, it might even just be a plant for you mm. don't
1: discount it
0: yeah.
1: i'll often use flowers for clients that don't like using color so color is another elemental that we use for healing and if a certain color makes you feel happy and mm. you're feeling a bit low treat yourself to a bunch of flowers you go to woollies or, or aldi or something and they're you know not very dear <laughs> or go to a a place where you can pick one or two, you know, you might be allowed to pick a great big bunch, but you may be allowed to pick one or two. And that for me comes back to one of my childhood memories. So when I was little, we lived in Bundaberg. So I would have been, I was more than four. So I was between four and five. And um, we used to live in Bundaberg and we used to walk past this lady's house um, to go to school. And this lady grew chrysanthemums and they were everywhere. Now I was, you know, the size of a flea um and in my mind she had this massive garden now it may not have been as massive as my mind remembers but she used to um, create like get baskets of flowers or, or buckets of flowers they were in those days you'd get them in a uh, five gallon bucket and she would say to you how much have you got today and you say oh I've got, I've got a halfpenny oh she said that'll give you a lovely bunch and, and for five <laughs> pence like um, sixpence." You got this massive bunch of chrysanthemums and she would bring them round to your house so that you could surprise your mum on Mother's Day. And that's one of my really early um, connections to what makes you happy. And I love getting flowers. I'm, I'm You know, flowers are are lovely to receive and to have growing. I'm not a good gardener, but I I love to see them growing. Mm. Yeah.
0: That's beautiful. Absolutely. I remember...
1: You've just given me
0: a, a, a great connection to a memory when I was little um, where we lived, there was like a bit of an open field and poppies used to grow there. Mm. And walking through the poppies, like you, I was little, so they felt enormous. And, you know, you know the fine little hairs that grow on the yeah. stem and the way the light would come through them. And I could feel they that. float, memory. don't they? Yes, they do. But I could feel a connection with them. So poppies have a beautiful um, support feeling for me and, and a wonder feeling and a joy feeling. And that's brilliant. How do you realise
1: that? How do you realise that? When? When I was little or now? Now. Like you'd have no. now, just this instance. So that for you I'm... is another guidepost. So if you're feeling a it's... bit low look for poppies or get a picture of a poppy yeah and have it on your wall
0: that's
1: a good idea i'll right. do that because that's a, because it's a very good you know, that's feeling yes. of safety and, and wonderment
0: it really is a feeling of safety you're right being in that moment mm-hmm. of and it's just everything about it the blue of the sky the green of mm-hmm. every—I can just i can feel it feel so it, strongly so, yeah. yeah
1: absolutely thank you so Marianne. you've encapsulated yeah. that into the poppy so you get a yeah. picture of it or you when poppies are in 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 bloom, yeah, go my Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Mm. absolutely. Wow, this I has love been... that show. You know, and I can, can remember. You... I, I love mom. that Sheryl Lee show. Yes, me too.
0: I've got it. mum's actually mum's um, DVD here of it because the little girl in there. Oh my gosh, she, I'm so like one of my daughter Erin. Oh yes, attitude, I'm sick of this job. She and says the way and she's, she's her <laughs> You know, so sure of herself. I know. And, was, and she even looked like her when she was oh, little. Oh, wow. Yep. I, I'll watch that. I I, I think I, it's time to watch that and watch it with mum. Yes. Invite mum yeah. in her spirit. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> it's coming up to Mother's Day, so it's a good time. Oh, you're right. It is too. Mm.
0: Yes. No wonder she's And see, so you can
1: just let go your, your old, the the, um, the the sad emotions that no longer suit your highest good while you're watching that movie. Let them go while mum's sitting yeah. beside you. Yeah. I am at that You've stage
0: now, and it's such a relief where that dreadful grief has mm. is, is more harmonized. And yeah. yeah, there are moments where you know I have a bit of a tear, and I think you know I oh, wish I could pick up the phone talk to mum, but it's not heartbreaking anymore. No, and it's okay. it, it's not as sharp, is it? No, it's okay. It's okay. And she'll pop in in some way yeah. that will let me know that she's around.
1: And my mum because, turns up on Facebook all the time.
2: Yeah, she does. I see
1: her there. So many oh, mum. <laughs> I mean, it's looking for those
0: signs and signals, isn't it? And since yeah, um, you know, my youngest is is expecting her baby, mm-hmm. which is very exciting, and this, she's due right round my mum's birthday, which is very oh, well, exciting. There you go. Because, yeah. So you what go. A gift. You know, yeah. you start to you really do start to notice and appreciate and accept you know all those beautiful signs and signals so if you're on your healing journey and you're finding it really tough going at the moment I hope this program has been well I trust actually that this program has had some useful information for you do visit Marnie on Facebook Marnie Perna P-E-R-N-A is that right spelling awesome Um, and also connect Um, what's your Facebook page called again? Kineke Kinesiology. It is Kineke Kinesiology. Okay. K-I-N-I-Q-U-E and Kineke.com. K-I-N-I-Q-U-E. Go get Marnie's book, um, Calm Amidst Chaos, and let that be your guide as well.
1: Mm, Thank you so much for today, Marnie. Hey, it's been so fun. Thanks, ladies. It was fun, hey? (laughs) Yeah. Um, it reminded me of the old days when we used to do it by phone and we didn't see people's voices. And I was always over-talking somebody. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had I the 10 wait for that we had the delay.
0: Step. Yeah, you had, to, you had the <laughs> delay. You used to have to speak and then count to four or something before you. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> so, Caroline, lovely to share with you. And Caroline and I both feel and agree that it's time for us to come back to Angel Heart Radio now. So you're going to see us a whole lot more often.
1: Good. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. You are Angel Heart Radio. What are you talking about, Anaya? <laughs> she definitely
0: yeah. is. She definitely
2: is. Yes. And it's
0: been great talking to you today,
1: Marnie. It's been lovely.
0: Thanks, Caroline. Thanks, darling. So lots of love, everyone. Thank you so much for being with us. And as you go about your day today, or maybe you're going into your evening, or maybe it's already nighttime for you please try and remember that you're amazing just the way you are, that you matter in the world and you're here with purpose and on purpose. And we are here to support you in every way that we possibly can really grasp onto that to help you remember your own magnificence. So thanks everyone. And we look forward to catching up with you soon again. Thanks Marnie. See you soon.
2: Bye. Bye. Um,
0: There you go.